you guys, that song, I couldn't even stop recording it. <laughs> I didn't want to stop listening. Carrie Job in this conversation is a light and her passion for Jesus and her passion for her music flows over. And I feel like anyone who listens to her songs can sense how passionate she is about the Lord and sharing his word through worship. So I am so excited to have had her on the Living Easy podcast today. For those of you who have never listened to Living Easy before, I focus on faith-based topics with a gospel foundation. I talk a lot about relationships and marriage and motherhood and friendships and the hard, hard topics like infertility and miscarriage, difficult in-laws and broken friendships and my testimony, which is a mess (laughs) on episode 30 but all with the perspective of what God does in our mess, that he gives us freedom when we don't live in bondage, when we speak out about the chaos and the hardship in our lives. Um, My heart is always to be honest and vulnerable with all of you. And even in this episode, Carrie and I had the opportunity to talk about motherhood and what it looks like to minister to our families in seasons when maybe we have to take the reins of leadership in our home. We talk about faithfulness in the church and the heart that we have to exemplify that to our families. We're talking about praying in the most difficult seasons, like one that we're in right now. I don't know about you guys, but I've just been feeling so weary. We are also talking about those moments when we question if God is even hearing us, if he is listening to those prayers and she answers the question, why do we pray if God is sovereign? We talk about how the album, The Blessing, came at a very unique time, but how it is such a perfect depiction of beauty from ashes in her life and why that is so important to carry. So I am so excited for you all to hear her heart. I pray that this conversation gives you a renewed sense of hope that her new album, The Blessing, will be just as much of a breath of fresh air to you as it has been for me. If you haven't had a chance to subscribe to the Living Easy podcast, all you have to do is go into the homepage of the podcast, whether you're on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen, and click the subscribe button. You'll be notified on Mondays when we have a new episode out, and you'll be able to see what that topic is right away. Also, if you haven't had a chance to rate and review the podcast, please take a second to scroll down from the episode or from the homepage and give a quick star rating and review. This is helpful in my little podcasting world and would mean so much. Let's dive in. We were never promised that life would be easy, but when we do it together, it becomes much easier. I genuinely believe that we have to be intentional about creating a joyful life. I believe in happy parenting, healthy marriages, long-lasting friendships, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. But those things require deep, holy heart work. I am passionate when it comes to sharing vulnerably about the things that people are not always comfortable discussing. And I am passionate about sharing practical wisdom that has helped me to help you navigate through life less stressfully and more purposefully. On the Living Easy podcast, you'll hear honest insight with a biblical foundation to help you become best friends with your spouse again, to love your motherhood so much that you don't need wine or even coffee to get through the day and to find hope in the very real trials and pain that we face moment to moment. 
I want to challenge you every Monday to live life with purpose, to choose joy, and to honor God with all that you do. Are you ready to fight hard for that sweet, abundant life? If so, I would love to do it together. So grab a cup of coffee and join me every Monday. I'm Lindsay Maestas, and this is the Living Easy Podcast. Well, I just want to start by saying, first off, your song, The Blessing, is phenomenal. And the entire album is so good. Have you been surprised to see or have you even seen how popular it is on social media for people kind of sharing gospel truth on social media by using your song as the background? Yeah. I mean, we've been blown away by the response and the tags and the videos and the messages. It's just been so Mm life-giving for us, you know, we just feel so grateful we got to be a part of watching God do that for people. And it's been so sweet. One of the things that was so fun for me, kind of just seeing you through the process of launching the Blessing album was your anticipation. And I imagine for someone who does a project like this, like it kind of feels like your baby. Can you talk a little bit about what that process was like in launching it? Yeah, it totally is. It does become like a another child or like, you know, it's just yeah. so precious. And I start leaning in for a project a few years before it actually happens because it just takes so long to write and, you know, ask the Lord what his heart is for that next project. Because mm-hmm. for me, a project is not just, oh, I just want to release some new music. To me, it's a, what is the theme of what you're going to ask me to help carry in this next season, you know, and as a worship leader in my local church, I just always want to be leaning in for our people and like, Lord, what do you, what do we need to be singing? And Mm -hmm. what's your heart for the church? And what are things we need to be writing about so that they're singing that and declaring that? And, you know, so that just takes a lot of time and energy to lean in on that. But it's so rewarding when you see something like the blessing, just like, erupting in people's yeah. hearts. And yeah, yeah, it's just so fun. You're like, God, thank you. This is so fun to just be used by you and, you know, it be impacting people. It's been really cool to see because I, even with TikTok, I'll scroll through sometimes and the algorithm is pretty tailored, which I'm thankful for because you don't see all the junk, you know, you see mm-hmm. the people who are sharing truth, but even to see just young teenagers using mm-hmm. that and thinking of the future generations of their family and what they want that to look like and breaking oh, really? those cycles. It's really sweet. I want to dive in a little, as I was praying about this conversation, I was thinking about prayer. And previously, we just went on a trip with my family. And right before the trip, a friend of mine sat down with me and she knows truth. She knows theology. She knows all of it. But as the chaos of 2020 has just perpetuated a little bit, she was asking just from a place of honest vulnerability if God is sovereign, Lindsay, then why pray? You know, it's this is going to happen anyways. Like I know what the Bible says. I know the truth. But sometimes it's just so hard to feel like there's power in my prayer. And I think there can be that thought process amongst people, especially when they have sick family members or, you know, with COVID mm-hmm. taking lives. And it just feels like a lot. Can you 
speak to this a little bit. How has your prayer life been positively or negatively impacted in 2020? And how does the faithfulness of God through prayer impact your life? Yeah, I think this is such a real question because so many people are finding themselves in their heads a lot because yeah. there's you know so much isolation and people have just had a lot of time to be alone. And when you were starting to talk about prayer just now, it made me think of the scripture in Philippians where it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I think that part is such an invitation for us. It just reminds us to stay involved. There's just something about our walk with Jesus that he wants us to stay in relationship and stay involved. I'm not a good friend if I don't check on my friends and talk and chat. You grow apart because you're not talking. You don't know what's going on in their lives. You're not having conversations. And that's what prayer is. It's a conversation. You know, it just keeps our hearts in a place of relationship and not just like letting God be, well, God's just going to do what he wants to do anyway. Why does he need my prayers? You know, that part about, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts. Mm -hmm. I want my heart to be guarded and I want my mind to be guarded. And there's just a supernatural thing about faith. There's a supernatural thing about trusting God and just as much as he can hear my voice, I can hear his, Mm -hmm. you know, and I love that about that kind of relationship with God, you know, like we can hear him speak to us. We can hear those, those things he wants to tell us that only he knows would bring us peace. That's been really helpful. I'm thankful that in a season that's felt so shaky, I don't feel like my relationship with him has been shaken at all. If anything, I feel like it's gotten stronger, you know? I love that. And I, I think kind of when you're saying to be a good friend, I need to check on my friends. I think also in the way that we communicate with Jesus and the way that we have that openness and vulnerability, because if we were to go to a dinner table, you know, and we say the same prayer every single night at the dinner table, if we're doing that, it's like going to our husband or wife or children and having the same conversation every single day. I think that really limits the relationship. Whereas when you're open, when you know that God knows you, he foreknew your sin, he foreknew your struggle, he knows the hairs on our head. So if we're willing and able to be open And to just say, hey, here's where I'm at, God. Like, this is really hard for me and I'm really Mm -hmm. struggling. He's not shocked by those things. But if we're in in a a repetitive prayer state where we're just saying the same things that we think we're supposed to be saying, it really limits the relationship building, would you say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think he isn't confined by time. He's not limited. He's outside of all of that. And so... He sees things and knows things we don't know, but I love that he invites us into a journey of it. I think sometimes we just want to get to the destination and the answered prayer Mm -hmm. and we want it to look a certain way and we get really shaken if it doesn't look that way, but he's not shaken. And so there's like a, I think it's just spiritual maturity. We just have to get more mature to know, okay, God, I'm going to trust you no matter what. And there's something really beautiful about doing that. I have realized over time personally 
that with the communication and the conversations that I am shifted from always looking in the mirror at my own sin, my own struggle, my own needs and wants. And that Mm -hmm. that prayer, whether it's just regular conversation of where I'm at or praying for forgiveness against resentment or anything going on, that it shifts my eyes back to Christ. And so I would ask you in what ways, maybe even in conversation with God about this album, how does it help to shift your perspective off of yourself In what ways does it do that? And how does it exalt God in your life? Yeah, that's beautiful. I probably had more freakouts on this project than I've ever had (laughs) on anything I've put out because the times are just so crazy. And right in the middle of working on all of it, it just was such a volatile, sensitive season and Mm -hmm. just a lot of flying opinions all over the place. And you almost couldn't say the right thing. Even if your heart was right, somebody would come and attack and say, well, you didn't think about this or you didn't think about this or it was so man. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, it was like that big moment that we were all walking through all that together. And so I got super overwhelmed with anxiety one day and I was like, Lord, I don't think I can do it. I'm really sad about going without the people and recording with no people in the room. I'm really nervous that this won't be communicated right. And that people like, I just was, all the things were making me so nervous, like that people wouldn't understand my heart, that they would question everything about the CDC's safety and everything behind the scenes and which we were doing all of that correctly. It just was like all this noise. I was in the car, I was driving home and I heard the Lord just say to me, steady as she goes. And I was like, wait, what is that? And so as soon as I got home, I Google searched what that means. And it's a nautical phrase. It's a phrase that captains of a ship will use whenever a ship is out at sea, its sails are up to catch the wind and it's moving in a forward motion. Wow. And that's the only time a captain can use that term when it's pretty much like steady as she goes, keep moving forward, just be steady. Don't change anything. Keep going forward. That's beautiful. And it gave me every bit of peace I needed. It settled it all. I was like, okay, I can't hear him say steady as she goes if I stay in the port or if I just don't even get on the boat, you know? He'd never said that to me before. And it just was a beautiful moment. You know, that's when you're just so thankful you can hear the voice of God. So I feel like those moments, those intimate moments where we hear him, they often come through in moments of rest and in peace. Just like you're talking about when you're Mm -hmm. consumed by the noise of the world, by the expectations of the world, by the opportunity to fail everybody and just living in that negativity that the enemy would want you to live in so that your gifts aren't utilized. We don't hear his voice because we hear the world and we hear the enemy. But when we take that time to be with him, to rest with him, to kind of silence everything around us, There's so much potential, I think, to grow in that relationship and to hear things like that, that change the trajectory of everything that you did is what it sounds like. Yeah, Yeah. it's so important. So good. Again, as I was praying through this episode and just talking to my husband, because he's like my sounding board, I always put everything (laughs) off onto him. But Mm -hmm. we were listening to the album and 
we were reminded of Isaiah 61, three, and it says to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And so I wanted to ask you, as you prepared to record, did you consider this aspect of giving people the beauty out of the ashes, the worship to help heal the heaviness? Can you describe your thought Mm -hmm. process as you were preparing for this album, the creation and what went into that? I love that that's the heart of God. It's the heart of the father. And so I think when we walk in obedience to what he's saying, he's going to do what his word says. So, you know, he's meeting those needs where people have them. I knew that it was going to be really sensitive timing to release this. I think I had the bravery to do it because I was watching what God had already been doing with the blessing. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that he asked me to keep moving forward to record There was also another song called Your Nature that the label kept wanting me to go ahead and put out months before a couple different times. And I would say, no, I feel so strongly that I've got to wait and record this with the live night. There's just going to be a sound that's captured in this live night that I think is going to be so powerful for people. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to release anything else. We're going to just wait. Are those conversations hard? Is there a lot of pushback in that? Not too much. It's just, I love that I always am able to say, here's what I'm really feeling I'm hearing from God. Mm -hmm. I think if I had to do it in my own strength, yeah, it would be really hard. There's also a lot of equity there. I've been working with the same label for 10 years. And so I've built a lot of trust with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I know, I know when to give and when to take. I feel like I do at least. So yeah, there's times where I'm like, okay, I'll do that. I think I could do that. But other times when I feel really strongly, no, I really feel like I've got to do it this way. They're so kind and they're always like, okay, great. They do. They really do. So they're really sweet to work with. Because I think ultimately at the end of the day, we all just want to see the Lord minister to people. Mm And, you know, whether you do music, whether you do a podcast, whether you work with children, work at a church, you're a mom, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. whatever you find yourself feeling called to, the beauty of obeying God and watching him use your life, it's hard to explain, you know, but when you see God ministering to somebody because you said yes, Mm -hmm. it's so fun, isn't it? And the journey of it, you don't realize you look back and you're like, yeah, that, that was pretty difficult, but there's a grace to do it, you know, cause you're passionate about it. And, and there's that's a purpose in it, that, that yes. fear when we choose, okay, Lord, I am sitting in this fear to do whatever it is that you're asking me to do, but I'm mm-hmm. going to choose your strength over that weakness yes. and know that if I fail, I mean, yes. I'm just obeying. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep Absolutely. obeying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Hey all, just a quick break because many of you have asked how you can support this ministry. One thing that you may not know is that the Living Easy podcast reaches far outside of the US. We have listeners in Saudi Arabia, Malaysia, Indonesia, Japan, China, and more. 
The gospel is being spread literally around the world, and you can be a part of that. All you have to do is go to patreon.com backslash living easy to join. You can simply support the ministry with a few dollars a month or 10 cents per day, or you can join the coffee date thing or the bestie thing. With the coffee date thing, I am building real face-to-face friendships with the women who are a part of that community. I get on once a month on Zoom and we talk about real life and faith and marriage and relationships and just chat, real, real conversation. For the bestie thing, I want to support you. I will share one person per month on my social platform to over 40,000 followers and to tens of thousands of email subscribers and allow them to hear about your business or your social platform. So again, just go to patreon.com backslash living easy to check out all of the options. Thanks guys. So you wanted to do the live night. Did you find out that that song was like as much as you had hoped it would be when they heard it? Oh yeah, totally. And actually it was the only song on the project that I recorded twice on that night because the first time I did it, I just felt like I didn't release the burden that was in my heart for it. Mm. And so at the end of it, I just said, hey, let's do it again which there were no people in the room, so we could. Yeah, <laughs> That was maybe some of the beauty in that. But yeah, there was just so much opposition in the spirit against that song, mm-hmm. Your Nature, because I think the enemy knew what it was going to do for people. And so I just was like, no, nope, we'll do it again. I'm not going to be silenced by the enemy. We're going to go again. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we did. I've loved watching those videos that you guys have recorded for the album. They're just really powerful. You can see, Carrie, your passion for, which is, of course, it's your gifting. It's what you do. But sometimes when people have been doing something that they love for a long time, they might lose that fire or that passion. What is it in you? Like when you go up on stage I know it's Jesus, but you know what I mean? Like, what is that fire? Have you always just loved doing this so much? Is it the people? Like, what drives you? I am so passionate about this. I think it is the people. I mean, it's twofold. It's the presence of God, because I know He's going to show up, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be so powerful. And it's really fun to hear His voice, to walk in the prophetic, to sing spontaneous, to just, you know, lead worship. It's so fun to watch people have these encounters with the Lord and to know that there's going to be this electric experience with music, the presence of God, the needs of people, you know, and I've just always, I've always loved the church. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll hear people say, I feel called outside the church. I feel called outside the four walls of the church. And as much as I love that and will always say yes, if the Lord asks me to do anything like quote unquote outside the four walls of the church, whatever that like really means, but I feel really called to the church. I feel really called to just always encourage us as the body of Christ to keep running our race, Mm -hmm. to keep stay in love with Jesus as our first love. I feel really burdened for leaders. I feel really burdened for people who are in ministry who are getting weary. I just feel like there's something about that that when you're passionate about something that they always, you just have to lean into that and, you know, follow the Lord with that because it's probably part of your calling. And I just, just always love to like lean in for people in that capacity. 
that have been in relationship with the Lord for a really long time, but maybe they've gotten jaded. Maybe yeah. they've gotten offended or bitter or so. Yeah, it's just it's so rewarding to get to minister to people. How have you seen that as a mama? So my boys are little. I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. How old are your kids? Pretty much the same. Oh, we have, okay. they'll both turn two and five in February. Boys? Both boys. Me too. Yeah. What are their How names? Fun. I have Canyon and Kingston. Oh, are they both K's or C? K. Canyon is C, okay. Kingston is K. We're yeah. Sutton and Saxon. So we did two oh, S's. <laughs> yeah. But I'm curious as a mama and how you've seen, I know there's so little still, but your faithfulness in church, your faithfulness in ministry showing up, how have you seen that impact your family? Because as women, as mamas, we're not the technical spiritual leaders of our home, but there have been moments, I've talked about this on the podcast, when my husband is really struggling with his faith, with the foundation or walking through something hard where I then step up, you know, to help my family, to love my family well, to minister to them, to be the one to open the Bible in the morning and to be the one to say, not to toot my own horn because there's moments when I'm on my husband's end, but to say like, no, let's show up. Let's keep showing up because that is where the fruit comes. That is where these hard moments, God seeps into those and he speaks Mm -hmm. truth. So for you as a mama, when you see that kind of leadership in your home and your faithfulness, how does that play into your your lives with your family? It is such a spiritual exchange and it's like principle of sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. So you know, you don't always see the fruit of something immediately. Last year, our backyard, the grass had died because it doesn't get a lot of sunlight. Mm. And so I wanted new grass planted back there. And every day I was like, is it growing yet? (laughs) Every morning (laughs) I'm like, is there anything? You know, (laughs) I feel like sometimes it's like you hear that phrase. It's like watching grass grow, you know, Mm. but it really is a principle in our lives. There is such a beauty that when we sow, we will reap. So wherever we're sowing, we're going to reap from that place. And every day is not this major spiritual high where God just blows your mind and it's just unreal, you know. I hear those kind of things a lot. Some of it's just the mundane. Some of it's just the spiritual discipline of getting in the word, trusting God, you know, declaring in faith. But recently I feel like I've started to see the fruit of that with my boys of worship music playing in the house, talking about Jesus, even though I'm not even sure they understand, you know, me saying to my four and a half year old, you need Jesus. He's like, no, I don't. I'm like, yes, you do. (laughs) But here recently he's like, I'll hear him in his room and he's humming what a beautiful name it is Mm. or Waymaker. And I'm like, oh, it's working. You know, it's getting in their spirit. And it just has given me so much encouragement lately that you know, just those little seeds we're sowing consistently that they're tended and that they're watered and that the fruit's going to grow. So so I think we so often minimize the power of the mundane, like you're talking about. We minimize the redundancy in our lives Mm -hmm. and how powerful those things are. But when we think back to our childhood, the things that we saw most consistently are the things that we remember that impacted us the most. And so it may feel like, I hear so many moms saying so often the struggle of feeling purposeless in the home and feeling like, 
how did my life come to this where if they're a stay-at-home mom or part-time stay-at-home mom and they feel like they have no purpose, but the fruit of that Mm. job, the fruit of that ministry plays out into generations. You know, that Mm -hmm. is one where you have the ability to pour in. We do not have control over whether or not they're saved, but we do have control over pouring that truth into their lives day after day after day. And like you're saying, you see the small inklings of, okay, they don't get Mm -hmm. it yet (laughs) at all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish you guys understood how much it reflects on us too, like me in feeling seen by my kids in ways that you're not with the outside world because they lead you to frustration and they lead you to stress and then they lead you to beauty and goodness and brokenness over just wanting so much good for them that it pushes me closer to God. And the power of that in them is so sweet that I just feel like it's this transaction of love and truth and goodness. I just am thankful for that for you in your family, but also that you're able to faithfully live that out in your home and then bring it out into the world as well. Thank Thank you for what you do. That's so good. Thank you. So sweet. And this is my last question, but your song, First Love, is a cry to return back to God. And it's based on Revelation 2. When people hear the blessing, when they hear your album, what do you desire for them? Especially right now, like, I guess I would just say, if you could give a word to women in this season where things are kind of shutting down again, we just, in our, I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they locked everything down again. We're a shelter in place again. What would your word be to those women who may be just feeling defeated or confused or fearful? And Mm -hmm. how does that returning back to God affect that in us? Yeah, I think we just have to remember that God is not shaken. He's not moved. And being sure that the confessions of our mouth are really grounded in the word of God and not just by our feelings. I'm a very feeling type person. I talk about my feelings a lot. Yeah. And I've had to really learn in this last year to quit just relying on how I feel and just be like, you know what, I'm going to trust the Lord because that's a lot more steady than how I'm feeling and my heart rate and, you know, relying on what's happening outside around me to dictate my peace, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've just had to like, look at the silver lining in it of like, okay, well, what do we get to do in my house that I haven't done yet? (laughs) I haven't sat in this spot and (laughs) read a book or, you know, I don't know. Just having to like, oh man, God, what are you doing? But the beauty in it is he's in control. It's not easy, but just praying for people to feel the steady hand of God on your life and not the unsteady effect of being emotional or or led by feelings, you know? Yeah. So God says to build our house on the rock and that if we do that, we will not be tossed and blown about by the wind and by everything that comes our way. It's so true. So just staying grounded in that, staying steadfast. And honestly, for me, I have to really watch what I say because it affects me. You know, I can be like, oh, it's just such a poopy day or this is just such a depressing time. I've had to just change that and just be like, no, man, God, I trust you. And this is going to be really beautiful to watch you show up in this season and see what happens. Mm. 
I actually saw that the word heaven has been Googled more. I think it was like in the past six months or however long, I don't even know. I'm like, it's almost April again. We're almost there again. But it's been Googled more in this time of COVID than it has in the past three years combined. And so I think when we look, just like you're saying, Carrie, when we look to those things, when we see, okay, he's doing a work, people are realizing they're not invincible. People are realizing that America is not the end all be all that this is just our flesh and there's so much more to come in eternity that our eyes can be set on that and I feel like there's no greater time than this when people are fearful when they are concerned Mm -hmm. about their future to be bold in our faith to be bold in sharing the truth and to say there is goodness. There is, you may yeah. see the mess, but there's so much more than this mess. There is a yeah. promise and his ways are greater than ours and we may not understand, but he is good and his character good. is always good. And that, that is, good. is, that's right. That's joy, you know? That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. Awesome. So I like to do a little rapid fire. Right. And it's just random questions that just help people get to know you and just enjoy the funness, you know, cause there's so much serious lately. So what is one quirky habit that you have that some people may not know about? Oh, I have so many. <laughs> I vacuum my floor in my bathroom and my closet every day because oh, wow. I just, I have dark hair. And so I just get <laughs> so annoyed when I do my hair. I just always vacuum it. Have you seen those videos where they put their hair like on the shower walls? This is really gross actually, but they have dark long hair and they put their hair if it comes out in the shower on the shower walls and then they actually make extensions out of that hair. (gasps) It's so bizarre, but it's bizarre. It takes them years, but they actually build like a whole thing of hair. I mean, it's smart because yeah, they lose so much hair every day. Okay, oh, next man. question. What would you tell your 20-year-old self if you could? Don't worry, be happy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say don't stress out about the details because God's got it all figured out. Yeah. You know, I didn't get married till I was 33 and have babies till I was 34. But, you know, at 20, I was like, where's my husband? Where's my husband? Yes. Where's my husband? You know, I just would say like, be at peace. God's got it figured out. He's got the details. He knows the desires of our heart. So just trust him and, you know, contentment with where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. What is your go-to road trip snack? Oh, I like this one. There's a company called Late July Uh and they have a jalapeno lime tortilla chip. Ooh, I am all about spicy food. New Mexico is like all jalapeno, chili, habanero, everything. So yes, I love that. Okay, we'll try those. What are you watching on TV right now? The Crown. Oh, I've heard about that. We keep seeing it Ah. pop up, but we haven't tried it. Oh, you got to start from the beginning. Okay. And there's a few episodes that are a little sketchy. So just be aware. Maybe Google which ones those are. Yeah, because they're a bit dodgy. But okay. for the most part, that show is incredible. Have you seen Downton Abbey? Oh, yes. I, I love, love Downton Abbey. Yeah, I love that. Are they similar or kind of different? Very similar. Okay. And it's kind of neat because the crown follows history. Oh, cool. So it's literally like, I mean, you're watching what really happened and took place in history, but it's about the queen and, oh, it's so good. Last question. What is your personal favorite song from the Blessing album? Oh, this is just too hard. <laughs> They're all your babies, huh? <sighs> they are. There's so many different like 
my go-to, like for me, for my heart is probably first love. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you for your time and your graciousness and your heart. You guys can find the Blessing album anywhere you listen to music. For me, just as a personal perspective, I guess, we play it on our Alexa in the kitchen when I make dinner or breakfast or do homeschooling. And it's just peace for me. I feel a sense of peace and rest as I listen and am able to worship. So I pray that it will be the same for you or that just God will speak individually to each of you through the worship album. But we thank you so much. You guys can find Carrie on Instagram at Carrie Job, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to share the love. The simple act of taking a screenshot of this episode and tagging the Living Easy podcast makes such a huge difference in my little podcasting world. If you were blessed, challenged, or impacted by this conversation, someone else you know might be too. So please feel free to share a little hope and joy with the people that you love. If you haven't already, please take 30 seconds to scroll down from this episode or the podcast homepage on iTunes to give a quick rating and review. This makes a huge difference and helps in getting great guests for future interviews. Don't forget to follow along with me on Instagram for encouragement, devotionals, and practical advice on all the life and faith stuff. Love you guys.